All right, welcome in. Sackos, we're recording July 17th. Wide receiver twos this week. Jason, I went to a bachelor party this weekend saying, hit me baby one more time. Uh, Wannabe by the Spice Girls and Chicken Fried by the Zach Brown Band uh, at the bachelor party this weekend. How was your weekend? My weekend was delightful. I spent it on the water at the lake house with a bunch of friends. Couldn't get any better. It was awesome. Uh, I was not nice. singing. We were not singing Spice Girls. So sounds like we might have missed the boat on an even better time. Pun intended. It, this this was terrible. Just start it. <laughs> if you thought I was going to sing Spice Girls, you are sorely mistaken. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos, Jason and Alex back again. We are here talking wide receiver twos. Um, and this is post DeAndre Hopkins signing today. So, or well, not today, but. You know, this weekend, what what have you. So it's going to be fun. And uh, stay tuned to see where DeAndre lands in our rankings. Big disagreements. Yeah, because you're wrong and I'm right. And that's why I finish top in the fantasy league every year and you're second to last or last place. So let's dive in to somebody you actually mostly agree on. Coming in at wide receiver 13, T. Higgins. Why are you a fan of T. Higgins in 2023? He had a pretty good year last year. Uh, since he throws this or through, I should say, the six month passes in football. He left three games early last year. Still had the 26th most targets with 109, 25th in catches, 74, 19th in yards with just over a grand. Seven touchdowns Delicious. was tied for 12th. And points per game, he was 19th in a, with 11. Point five in half PPR. I don't know. He's just like consistent, right? I mean, yeah, he, he has ample targets. He's got a really good quarterback. He's got a really great player on the other side of the field. Tight end. They don't really have one to speak of. And so it's chasing Higgins and Higgins is more the possession guy. Yeah. I mean, Higgins would be a wide receiver one on at least like half the teams, if not more, in the NFL. He just happens to have Jamar Chase on the same team. Um, super high producer, been a fan of him since he was a rookie. Guy came in, produced right away. Really excited to see what Zach Taylor and that offense can do uh, for here in 2023. Again, probably the one of, if not the best offensive lines that they're going to have this season as well. Um, really looking forward to see what T. Higgins can do. Uh, he's going to be a fringe wide receiver one. He's going to have wide receiver one weeks. Um, I mean, the guy last year over a thousand yards, hundred plus targets. Like you want to have guys that are in all likelihood going to finish with a hundred plus targets. Again, we talked about it in the first wide receiver podcast, target targets. T Higgins is that guy. So sick uh cincinnati finished with the six most pass attempts last year pushing close to 38 pass attempts per game go get you some t higgins um 
What do you think? What's his uh, What's his ADP right now? Uh, good question. It is 28, so beginning of the third round, smidge early. Fantasy Pros has him at 12. It's just... It's just like a smidge early for me. Um, Fancy Pros actually has Olave uh, in front of him. So Olave is a 12. T. Higgins is a 13 currently. I just, I I don't see the Olave love like that. T. Higgins is fine. I, I don't know. It's hard when you have another receiver on your on the team that's better, right? Like it's the Waddle corollary. It's the Higgins corollary. It's the... Um, yeah. Uh, Devonta Smith, Coral, like you, it's hard to have your number one wide receiver on your fancy team be the number two wide receiver on their actual team. <laughs> like it's just hard to kind of compartmentalize that for me. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Next up, consensus wide receiver fourteen, Keenan Allen. I actually have him as a low-end wide receiver one as my wide receiver 12 overall. Uh, Alex has him more of his uh, mid-range wide receiver two. So I'm obviously much higher on Keenan Allen and I'm responsible for him being up this high in our rankings. And by and large, that is because the LA Chargers averaged 42 pass pass attempts per game last season. Uh, They are going to throw the hell out of the ball again in 2023 keenan allen is the safety blanket in that offense um super reliable in terms of uh putting up double digit fantasy points week in week out when healthy um so i will absolutely smash keenan allen over a lot of these other guys that are wide receiver twos because i know i'm going to get double digit fantasy points week in and week out and just think that the the health issues last season were more of an aberration. Traditionally, he's been a mostly healthy guy, and when unhealthy, has traditionally been able to play through those health issues. So I am, you know, we see it a little long in the tooth there, um, but regardless, I am I am still ready to smash Keenan Allen again in drafts. I think he's a huge value right now. Um, his current sleeper ADP is about 39th overall, so fourth range. Man, I love that value in in the uh, sorry, not fourth range, fourth round range. So I would I would absolutely smash Keenan Allen in the fourth round. I think he's going to at least finish as a mid to high end wide receiver two, um, potentially low end wide receiver one if he can stay healthy this season. Yeah, Keenan Allen on Fantasy Pros ranks 17th. Uh, again, Jason has him in the top 12. Keenan Allen now 31, been there forever. You say he's been healthy. I dispute that because the one year that I drafted him, he tore his ACL in week two or something like that. So not it's always healthy. Because he knew he didn't want to play he, on your team. Yeah. Well, join the club. Uh, Allen, again, missed seven games last year. 47th in targets, 33rd in catches, uh, only four touchdowns. Points per game, 12th. Uh, 13.1. Uh, he was wide receiver four in fantasy points per game uh, with a target share of 26 and a half um, after he came back in weeks 11 through 18. To your point, Jason, he's like a known commodity who's kind of been around and, you know, he's maybe burned in people enough. But to your point, when he's healthy, he is Mr. Consistency. I'm probably a smidge low on him. Um, but 
again, he's not the 19th best receiver. And in that offense that they're going to sling it a lot, I like it. He, he's just he's a good safety blanket pick and you should be comfortable with him being a, a wide receiver one or two um, on your roster. If you go running back, running back and Keenan Allen sitting there in the third for you, he's a he's a fine selection. Yeah, if you go if you go like, you know, RB heavy, like zero wide receiver, three running backs, the first three rounds or even like hero RB. um Keenan Allen is a smash wide receiver two in fantasy leagues this season, especially in the fourth. Like that's crazy. Fourth round. All right. That does it for Keenan. Next up consensus wide receiver 15 Devonta Smith. I have him. uh, This is kind of like the opposite of what happened with Keenan. Alex has him as a low end wide receiver one up at wide receiver 11 overall for him. I have him down further at wide receiver 20. So I have him as kind of a middling wide receiver too. Um, Alex, why are you so high on Devonta Smith? I don't know. It just kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, finished as wide receiver nine last year and half PPR, like very quietly, former Heisman winner, great offense, kind of the, the ying to A.J. Brown's yang. 13th in targets with 136, 9th in catches with 95, 8th in yards with 1196, 7 touchdowns was tied for 12th, points per game, 15th with 12.2. The Eagles, again, through, only through the 24th most passes, and they have two wide receivers that had over 130 of them. Like, it's truly incredible what they did with their wide receivers. They just lit them up. And so... I mean, he's clearly got the talent, 1A, 1B. But it's just hard to take him as your wide receiver one with what I previously said where he's the number two. But if A.J. Brown got hurt or dinged up or whatever, I mean, Devonta Smith, only 24, still ascending. Their offense is loaded. They have a good offensive line. Hurt stays healthy. They're going to throw almost every pass to Brown or Smith or Goddard. So kind of fun to root for. They're going to be in prime time a lot. Um, so I ended up within that high. Just It just kind of happened. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop it. Yeah, Jalen Hurts last season, like you mentioned, they were in the mid-20s as far as pass attempts are concerned. Jalen Hurts last season, 460 attempts, 60%. Of those 61% of those attempts went to either Devonta Smith or AJ Brown. It's a lot. Like two thirds almost <laughs> went to those two guys. Like I I was I was I was much lower on Devonta Smith last season because I was like, they don't throw the ball enough. He's gonna have to command such an outrageous target share to be viable. And he went later in drafts after the A.J. Brown trade. And guess what? Doesn't matter. He's still getting 20 plus percent target share and is a more than viable wide receiver, too. Um, That offense has not changed. He's still going to have the same kind of volume and the same target share. It's literally A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith or freaking Goddard. And you can't cover all three at the same time. So somebody's going to be open and that open person going to get the ball. 
Yeah, and we were worried about his frame at least a little bit. Uh, yeah, we far were. As like how small he was, and it didn't really seem to have an impact. So, no. I mean, fire away for one of the most talented wide receivers in football. Um, I, I mean, pure, purely he is. He gets open, and they get him the ball in space. Yeah, 100%. All right, next up. Uh, cur- currently going like 31, so middle of the third round. Um, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I I don't think that that's good or bad value. That's just kind of, you Where know, he it is. is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Next up, consensus wide receiver 16, Debo Samuel. Uh, I have him at wide receiver 17. Krogh has him at 14. Fantasy Pros has him at 15. So, I mean, we're all kind of right there. Look, if he had Jimmy G or maybe a more potentially exciting quarterback, maybe he's a wide receiver one. Um, I just think that there's potentially some question marks about Debo with one Brock Purdy what that means for Debo as long as Brock is actually starting. And two, if it if it goes well, I mean, they traded away, what, three first-round picks for Trey Lance? And he's on the bench. And, I mean, they're saying Sam Darnold might be the quarterback too now? Like, I, I don't – it's just mind-blowing. <laughs> it, that, that whole thing is mind-blowing to me. Like, I – for what they put in to get Trey Lance – like personally, I think that he has to get another shot to be a difference maker for the 49ers. I think it's hilarious about how little the 49ers were talked about having terrible drafts. Like Sol- Solomon Thomas, you got Trey Lance, like just a lot of misses at the top of, of the draft. So I, I just don't. Um, I think we're both down on Debo for a couple different reasons, right? One is health. So when we did our rankings last year, we were way lower on him. Uh, consensus, we had him at 12. Two years ago, he finished as wide, as wide receiver two. Fantasy Pros had him at seven, and he did not finish there last year, where he finishes running, or sorry, as wide receiver 38. He, he just doesn't play... So his his career games, 15 is rookie year, 7, 16, uh, the year that uh, he exploded and then back down to earth with only 13 last year. So I just I think there's injury concerns here. I think when uh, CMC ended up showing up that they, you know, got like they weren't using Debo in the run game as much anymore. And rightfully so, because. They have one of the best running backs in football. So I I think it just skirts his value enough to to fade him. But keep in mind, wide receiver two a a couple years ago. And so, yeah, he still had 42 carries for 230 yards and three rushing touchdowns last year. Like if if they're going to use him in that role, then that restores his value. But Dude, I think I'm we just, both agree that they're not because of CMC and potential Lance and and all all the other factors. I'm just too risk averse. Like he he could be, he could be the wide receiver too. Uh, shit, I really don't think so. 
Um, I, I, like I the, agree. The I, range, I don't think he is either. The range of outcomes is just so up and down for me. I mean, when Purdy was starting, I mean, let's look week 10, seven fantasy points, half P or in full PPR week, 11, 22 fantasy points week, 12 turned right around with another seven burger. And then 13 and 14, 12 points and 14 points. So targets six, nine, seven, ten, five. Like, yeah, and I, and I I don't know where you started on that because I wasn't listening to you because I was looking up Brandon Ayuk's stats like over the same time period, right? So starting in week six with Atlanta, here's was here were his targets: 11, 11, 6, 7, 4, 8, 9, 3, 4, 7, 12, 5. Like they kind of cancel each other out, and they don't throw the ball that much. So I'm like, unless you're getting that rushing value from Debo, I don't necessarily see the the high upside here, even though you're you're just getting him on an injury discount. And he yeah, is really I mean, what I would say also he breaks the most tackles for for wide receivers, and so who who knows with with having a full year for Shanahanigans to actually figure out how to use cmc and debo and iuk at the same time to go with kittle i do think you're going to see at least a little bit different offense to get these guys in space a little bit easier yeah and debo didn't really play with pretty that much like pretty came on in, in week 14 and debo sat out weeks 15 16 and 17 so you had 14 week 14 itself when he had 14 fantasy points week 18 he had four with three targets and then you had the playoffs like they're just the range of outcomes is too too varied for me like i i am smashing like i would i would love keenan allen there instead i know they're going to throw the ball 40 plus times i know he's gonna have double digit fantasy points every week give me that consistency of my wide receiver too instead of somebody like debo that could go half the time under 10 points and yeah and and Keenan Allen is currently going one pick behind Debo, uh, at least according to sleeper rankings. Uh, Debo did have the 26 most points per game at the wide receiver spot with 10.8 and half PPR. I, I just don't know if there's enough touchdowns here, but I understand the upside if you just want to have the 49ers destroy some people. Well, and to your point, he was a top three wide receiver when they didn't have CMC. They have CMC now. He doesn't need to be used like a running back like he was. Like it's, yeah. He to me, yeah. Wide receiver two. All right. Good on Debo. Ready? Let's do it. Yep. Next up, consensus wide receiver seventeen. Your guy. Scary Terry McLaurin. I've missed um, you saying that. Scary Terry, F one. Yeah. Gosh, I was so high on him back in the day. Um, you were. I want I want to be excited about Terry. Jahan <laughs> Dotson was excellent as a rookie. I don't know if Sam freaking Coral is a is a good quarterback. Who? Um <laughs> Who, Sam Howell. I'm sorry. I think I I think I flooded. No, it that doesn't one. matter. His first name's Sam. Who cares what the last name is? Nobody knows what his last name is. It's it's a disaster for Terry McLaurin. You know what it's the, a disaster. You know what my favorite thing is? I I love 
like how completely biased local team reporters are commanders wire right now it's so like the washington commanders like little like i don't know fan blog the lead story washington commanders is sam howell a young russell wilson <laughs> probably not <laughs> Uh, or well, he might be from last year. I, I don't know if you want that. Does he have more bathrooms than touchdowns? Uh, who knows? We'll see. Uh, oh, McLaurin, that's, that's rough. I bet Sam Howell has like two bathrooms. Better not throw any picks. Uh, All right. So uh, McLaurin, like cons- one of the most consistent wide receivers for being on a bad offense, kind of reminds you of DJ yeah. Moore at least at least marginally, right? Uh, rookie year 2019 came out he was 24 so he is already a little bit older uh not not a young guy coming out uh 58 for uh 919 and seven touchdowns 2020 87 catches uh, 1100 yards four touchdowns the last two years 77 catches uh 21 he had 1053 and five touchdowns last year at 1191 and five touchdowns so you can basically like almost pencil in somewhere like 75 plus catches, 1,000 yards, five touchdowns. So here, here he is, like, had, had missed uh, three games on uh, his career. The first couple of years has not missed a game. Since 2020, just consistent points per game, 22nd and a half PPR with 11.2. They threw the 20th most passes. Theoretically, they fit game script very well uh, for some garbage time. Uh, points for McLaurin 19th in targets last year with 120 21st in catches with 77 uh, as previously mentioned so the opportunities are going to be there and so that's why we have him ranked as high just because he's proven it kind of year in year out and you know finished his wide receiver 14 last year we have him at 17 because of the slight discount because of Sam who <laughs> um, he's going at the turn of the fourth and fifth rounds that's fine i mean it's good value i mean that, that's a hell of a wide receiver too yeah yeah so a guy a guy that's proven it year in year out just doesn't necessarily have the quarterback but maybe they'll figure out how to get in the ball washington only threw the 20th most passes last year i'm not sure if that'll go up or down um yeah. but uh pro- probably stay in the in the same range but hey if they believe in Howell, who knows there you go all right, next up, consensus wide receiver 18, Chris Olave. I hate this, by the way. I love this. And I I like him substantially more than our last receiver, Terry McLaurin. Um the 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 way to win fantasy football, stud wide receiver in his second or third year, he, before the before the pop, before the breakout. And you could argue Olave maybe even broke out a little bit last year after Michael Thomas went down, finished as a low-end wide receiver too. You got Derek Carr there now instead of a motley crew of nobodies throwing the ball. Like, they're going to be able to throw the ball a lot better this year. Um, And that offense is going to look a lot better this year. So, Chris Olave, watch out. I am I am going to have several shares of him this season. 119 targets as a rookie. Yes. 
All right. So 20th in targets with 119, 26th in catches, 72, 17th in yards with over a thousand. Uh, only four touchdowns. Uh, Michael Thomas had three uh, in his first two games last year. Uh, just to put that in perspective. 20, tied for 25th with 10.8 points per game uh, in half PPR. New Orleans threw the 26th most times between Blandy Dalton, uh, whoever they, did Freeman ever play? I, I don't know. Just uh, uh, does Jameis Winston, <coughs> not Freeman, um, and uh, our our boy or my my tight end playing quarterback occasionally. So I just don't like. I think Michael Thomas just kind of. Scares me off of Alave. That's that's the only reason I'm scared of Alave because I think Michael Thomas comes back into the wide receiver one role if he stays healthy. Seriously, like I do. That, wait, that's my only wait, concern. Hold on. If Michael Thomas is what? If Michael Thomas returns and stays healthy, he does. He's, he 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 stays healthy. Yes. When's when's the last time Michael Thomas played like four games in a season? Uh, was it like four I, years ago now? Uh, 2019. Yeah, pre COVID. Like, how old is Michael Thomas right now? Uh, that's also a good question. He's 30. Wow. So he's younger than Ke- so he's younger than Keenan Allen, younger than Hopkins. You know, one of those things where like, like, have you ever, have you ever done like the personal health tests? Where like you uh, no because because oh. it would tell me that I'm dying and I just don't want yeah to so like you do like your personal health tests you know that you, your age your weight your your BMI you get your blood work done and then you get your health results in like a week and it tells you that you're like seven years older than you actually are Uh-oh. or whatever like like that is Michael Thomas Michael Thomas might be thirty years of age. But I think he probably has the body of a forty-seven-year-old. Like, well, he hasn't really gotten hit the last three years, so maybe he doesn't. I bet he grunts when he gets up off the couch. You know what I mean? Like okay, the sign. Well, I mean, that's not fair. Like the sign that you're I getting that. old. Like I think I'm, I'm just also saying thirty-five. So like, that's fair. I refuse to ever do that because that means that you're old. I think Michael Thomas grunts when he gets up. I think he grunts when he puts his shoes on because he can't move his ankle in a way that like f- puts well, it in the there. shoe easier because he doesn't have ankles. It's like just one giant rod down there at this point. I'm just saying. Are we sh- are we also sure that Derek Carr's good? I'm sorry. Where did uh, Devontae Adams finish last season? I get that. Wide receiver three, but, but Derek Carr might be might be bad, bad enough to support the third overall wide receiver in fantasy football. Man, I wish I I wish I wish the Bears had a bad quarterback that could support the wide receiver three overall in fantasy points. Man, I wish I wish I wish my guy was that terrible to support a receiver to finish with a hundred. Catches 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns. That's terrible. Chris Olave, currently the 12th ranked wide receiver on Fantasy Pros. I have him at 21. Jason has him at 15. He's currently going about pick 30. Uh, finishes wide receiver 25 and a half PPR last year. 
I, I think the price is going to be too rich for me. So um, have, have fun taking him in the middle of the, of the third round. I'll be targeting others. Wow. We're not going to do a board bet on any of this. You're just going to talk all this unru- like outrageous slander. Can, I mean, you can offer it. Oh, what do you want? Targets, yards, you tell catches. Me? Uh, I don't. I'll do. I'll do twelve hundred yards. Okay, I will take the under. Okay, deal. Olave, don't let me down, boy. We got this. Twelve hundred yards. Twelve hundo. I, I believe, mean, you, man. You do realize how that there's not that many receivers that did that last year, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay, because that was uh, what one, two, three, four, seven. five, six, seven. Yeah, Jefferson, I mean, the- Hill, Adams, Brown, Diggs, Lamb, Waddle. And you're just throwing Chris Olave in that. <laughs> Devonta Smith was four yards away. Terry McLaurin was nine yards away. Amonra was 40 yards away. Amari was okay. 40 yards away. Like, I wanted to go 1,100, but I didn't think you'd do it. No, you're right. I wouldn't. So, yeah, that's what you say now. <clears throat> I didn't have to. You negotiated against yourself. That's why yeah. I had to go first. Anyway, good luck to you, Olave Believers. Hey, I had him. He was great for stretches last year, and then quarterback play kind of uh, kind of got him in a couple places. So, like, uh, can we can we just remark on the fact that he finished with more than a thousand yards and and still almost 120 targets when when Taysom Hill was the quarterback for stretches of last season, and they threw like three passes in a game. Like, that's remarkable. Honestly. Yeah, I also believe it, at least at one point uh, when uh, I believe Jameis started the season at least a little bit, right? And didn't like Olave have like 240 air yards one game on yeah. like. <laughs> or, Dude is bananas. He, yeah. So um, he, he has the potential. He's a deep threat for sure. I'm not saying I hate him. I'm just saying I think he's getting shown a smidge too much love. Next up, consensus wide receiver 19, DK Metcalf. I have him at wide receiver 21. Krogh has him at 17. Fantasy Pros, the chalk, has him at wide receiver 17 overall. Uh, I'm not trying to slander DK Metcalf in any way here. Dude had 90 catches last year, over 1,000 yards, only six scores on 140-plus targets. So there wasn't – that conversion rate wasn't that great. Um in 2022 for whatever reason. Um, the reason I think I personally am just a little bit lower on him than maybe the chalk uh, is nothing about DK Metcalf. It's just the fact that they drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round. And I think that he's the most special receiver that was in the draft. And I think that he will command targets. And I mean, Tyler Lockett, is long in the tooth, but he's still there. And so you add another very capable receiver that will be able to generate separation and will command targets. I just think you got to, the targets got to come from somewhere. And so I took a little bit off DK. I still have him as a solid wide receiver too. I think he still could have a very good season. Um, and that's, that's kind of my outlook on Metcalf and the Seahawks. 
Metcalf has historically been very steady. 900 yards as a rookie, seven touchdowns, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, his second year in 2020. 2021, 967 yards, 12 touchdowns. Last year, 1,000 yards and six. So his lowest touchdown output uh, with uh, with Smith, Geno, as his quarterback last year. Seattle threw the 15th most times in football. 11th in targets, 10th in catches, 15th in yards, and only the six touchdowns, which kind of cratered him. 27th in points per game with 10.7. So didn't, didn't, play, didn't miss a game. Didn't miss a game. A third of his games. A, a third of his games, less than 10 points. Yep. And including week 17 title week, one catch for three yards against the Jets because he got sauced. So at home. Um at home so tough one of a physical freak but doesn't necessarily always translate to fantasy i am at 19 or sorry i'm at 17 jason of 21 fantasy pros has him at 17 he finished as wide receiver 18 last year so we're right in range of where he should be should be taken pick 33 a little too rich i will not have him anywhere in redraft this season Next up, another board bet. Can't wait. My guy, my guy for the 2023 season, the one, the only, DeAndre Nook Hopkins. Uh, he is our overall wide receiver 20. I have him at wide receiver 16 overall. Alex KROG, the hater, sip of that hater aid, has him down at wide receiver 24. Uh, which does not make a one lick of sense. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is going to finish as a middle middle to high end wide receiver two. Uh, I actually had him a little bit higher than this. Kind of had to knock him down just a, a, sh- a smidge. Um, really, really, really pumped about the D Hop signing to Tennessee. He will be the outright wide receiver one. It is all gas, no breaks in Tennessee this season. Everybody's on one-year deals. You know, they're, they they will pass the guard next season, and next year they will rebuild Sands, Derrick Henry, and Sands, Tanny. But for one year and one year only, come get you some DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't want to hear – I do not want to hear an argument based on his age. The dude's 31. He was the number one ranked receiver in separation last season. He had the largest cushions when targeted of anybody in the league. The guy can still separate. He can still be wide the hell open for Ryan Tannehill. He's going to freaking produce. Krogh. Come on, t- give me the haterade. Let's let's hear it. He's thirty-one, Jason. Oh my God, is We're he? Gonna start there. He is. He's been around since <laughs> age 21, 2013. What were you doing in twenty thirteen, Jason? Uh, in twenty thirteen, I had just gotten my first full time job, Sands College. 
All right, games played in those years, 16, 16, 16, 16, 15, 16, 15, 16, and then the last few years, 10 and 9, suspended due to during, doing steroids, trying to uh, keep his body right, get it right, get it tight, and he got caught. Uh, so the last two years, 10 and 9, he's playing with a better quarterback in Kyler Murray. I know you're the official, unofficial f- official uh, thrill ride uh, leader, but are we sure Tannehill's playing? Are, are we sure it's not Will Levis? Are we sure it's not yes. the quarterback they drafted who they're probably Malik Willis? This yes. Year? Yeah, he's probably, probably not going to be on the team. I just don't see how this is an upgrade. They're not going to throw it to him when they get to the goal line because they're just going to turn around and give it to Derek Henry every play because that's or what they do. Or maybe they will fake it to him and D-Hop will have one guy guarding him. Probably not. Uh, also, Tannehill likes to rush the ball in at the goal line, um, which, which is factually accurate. I just don't understand how an offense that many are projecting to be relatively anemic, all of a sudden you sign a 31-year-old wide receiver who hasn't had more than 717 yards the last two years, and he's going to be a high-end wide receiver too. Nope. Not going to happen. If you it's take just not, it, it's just it's just not going to happen. If you take AJ Brown's numbers in his three years at Tennessee, okay, he okay. AJ Brown was ten years younger than than Hopkins. It's the same offense, and he was an electric wide receiver. One, if you take AJ Brown's numbers in you three years in Tennessee, Traylon Burks at the, at the wide receiver one spot after he played there all year last year, and extrapolate them to an 18-game season. We're talking 130, 140 targets, 12, 12, 1,300 yards. Under. Double-digit touchdowns. Under. There's no chance. You don't think there's... There's literally no chance. Man. You think he's going to have 140 targets, 1,200 yards, and 10 touchdowns? I said touchdowns? if you extrapolate A.J. Brown's numbers in Tennessee to 18 games, that's what you get. I did not say that's what I think D-Hop will get because A.J. Brown did not have Traylon Burks on the team. Okay? Do I think that they will be that good? T- Tannehill's still having nightmares from throwing all those picks in the in the playoffs a couple years ago. He doesn't even know who he is. All right, so then, I mean, what do you give me? I mean, will you give me a thousand yards? Sure. So you you think he'll go over a thousand yards, or you will say the under? Uh, <laughs> I think he'll finish right between a thousand and, and eleven hundred yards. Okay, then I'll do eleven hundred. Okay, I will take the under. What about targets? Um, under 120 deal okay touchdowns your call would you do would you do eight and a half sure great yeah I just don't I mean, if you're going to tell me that he's going to have eight touchdowns, 1075 yards, 
Okay. But not more than that. His ADP. I know you're kind of kind of nitpicking here. Yeah, ADP is wrong though. That that's not current. His ADP is at the turn of the fourth or fifth rounds. It's going to go up. Like you're going to have to get him probably. I bet it goes up around. Like I bet he's in the third. Yeah. Rightfully so, because he's a stud. That's too high. We'll we'll revisit this as we get more information. But uh, I hope hey. he drops thirty in the first week. I mean, that would probably get me off to a bad start, <clears throat> but he's not going to. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins, just awesome. Really happy for him. Really happy for the Titans. Titans fans everywhere. I am really excited to see D-Hop. Welcome back to the AFC I mean, South. Do, I, I don't know if anybody remembers uh, the Chris Olave conversation we just had about 15 minutes ago where Jason said the way that you win fantasy leagues is by drafting the up-and-comer second or third-year wide receiver. And now he's all in on DeAndre Hopkins. Just, just I just want to throw that out there for the listeners, just to the, make sure that they remember what we talked about 15 minutes ago. Diversity is the spice of life, baby. You gotta, you, you gotta get the old heads when everybody's hating on them and they pop off again. DeAndre Hopkins, when healthy, literally last season was the best separator of any receiver in the entire National Football League. Like, give me D-Hop, please. Yes. Absolutely. Next up, consensus, wide receiver 21, the gambling man, Calvin Ridley. Uh, He has no stats from last season because he did not play, because (laughs) he gambled and lost betting on NFL football games. The season before, uh, could not see himself playing in the NFL, um, had some mental health issues and walked away from the Falcons. Um, signs with the Jaguars in the offseason. I mean, I've watched I've watched the tape of him at you know at practice at minicamp for the Jags. He looks like Calvin Ridley, but like you gotta think there's gonna be some rust, at least for the first couple games, right? This is a terrifying draft pick. Yeah, like it's you're scary. not thrilled about it. No, you're not. I think you're kind of desperate, honestly, if you're it, taking him at 44. Like you're you're hoping for the production that he's gonna bring here. Yeah. And I like we have him ranked that high. I think he should probably be a little bit lower. Like I I don't understand why Christian Kirk isn't higher, quite frankly, than than Ridley. Christian Kirk finishes wide receiver 11 last year, currently going as, at pick 76. And Calvin Ridley hasn't played football really in two years at this point. And currently going to pick 44. Three-round discrepancy. Same team, guy that played on the offense last year, guy that was banned from the NFL and guy that quit on his team the year before. Yeah. But I mean, that reason is because Calvin Ridley, when he came into the league was literally a generational talent at the wide receiver. You are correct. So, So in 2020, 
uh, let's just take his numbers and pretend they were last year, right? Just for for sake. 143 targets in 2020. That would have been 10th last year. 90 catches, which would have been 10th last year. 1374 yards. That would have been 6th last year. He had nine touchdowns, which would have been tied for fourth, and the Jags threw the ninth most times. That's why. That's (laughs) why he's ranked where he's ranked, regardless of the fact. And he had Matt Ryan throwing to him. Yeah. And not Trevor Lawrence. And he had Julio Jones on the other side of him and not Christian Kirk, an aging Julio Jones at that point. I know overall comparing the two is kind of dumb, but that that's going to be a electric offense with uh with Ingram going up the middle with ETN um the upside of that offense I get it I understand the upside of Ridley but you're still kind of hoping and guessing uh taking him at pick 44 at the end of round 3 yep yeah that's a that's a gambling man's kind of a draft pick so it's a Ridley, it's a pick that you're going to look would at love it yeah <laughs> it's it's a pick that you're probably going to have um you might have him as your wide receiver one and be like, I believe it. I believe it. And then he, he might disappoint you. He might be your wide receiver two, and you might be like, Ooh, I might have just hit a home run. He could be your wide receiver three. You ever go into a draft and just get sniped through like the first four rounds and you just throw your hands up and say, Screw it. I'm just Calvin Ridley. I'm shooting <laughs> from the hip. That happens to me. That's how I'm going to draft Calvin Ridley in the (laughs) fourth round. (laughs) I've been sniped three times. I got a bunch of dudes I don't even, I'm not even high on. Bro, let's do it. I hate you all. We're gambling on this, man. Give me some Calvin Ridley. I love Uh, it. Man. All right. This, This next pick is kind of a gamble too, quite frankly. Yes. Yes. Our next wide receiver consensus 22 Drake London, and you called it a bit of a gambling pick. I mean, the gamble is, can Desmond Ritter throw the football? We don't know. Like, he had very, 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 very limited action at the end of last season and was through so little that it's not an accurate sample size for being turned loose in this offense. But what I will say... I think that they will probably try to hide Desmond Ritter at times behind the running game. That offense last year was able to make uh, Algier uh, a 1,000-yard-plus running back. Um, but John Robinson is easily going off for a 1,000 yards in the same offense that Algier did. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be running ground heavy. Um, Drake London, I mean, there's not a lot of competition, if any, at the wide receiver position for targets in this offense. It's really just him and Pitts and Bajan Robinson out of the backfield. Maybe Cordero Patterson, depending on how they deploy him. The always random Cordero Patterson. Yeah, as a receiver, he never really, like, he wasn't a fantastic producer. And he's not, I mean, his running back days are numbered now with Bajan in the backfield. So, man, Drake London. Drake London kind of scary, but also had target share of, uh, I don't know, damn near close to 30% last year. Fifth highest in football, 22nd in targets with 117 as a rookie, catches 26 with 72, uh, 866 yards, which was good for 28th. Um, Jason, to your point, only four touchdowns tied for 32nd, 46th in points per game at 8.4 in Atlanta through the second least amount of times. So 
kind of hurts. But the upside's clearly there. Yeah, so when I said game- that that offense hid uh, the quarterbacks last season and Marcus Mariota and company. You're being kind. They they hid the quarterbacks last season and Algier was a thousand plus yard running back. Like they're going to have to uncork Desmond Ritter at some point and see if the guy can produce. And if it works out, if it, if it does, Drake London could be a value. Could be. Uh, we have a 22 fancy pros has him at 24. I have him at 20. Jason has him at 22. Currently going, Pick 54, somewhere in the middle of the fifth round. Or four, yeah, fifth fifth round. I don't know. Math is hard sometimes. Middle of five. So, so a lot of upside here. You're not super excited about it. Uh, if he's your, you don't want him to be your wide receiver one. He's a good, solid wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. Um, but I don't think you want to go in the season with, uh, with him uh, as, as your, your main guy. Yep. And we are getting close to the end here. Next up, consensus wide receiver 23, DJ Moore. Um, I'm a little down on him. Go, DJ. Yo, that my DJ. Part of me thinks maybe I need to try and get him higher than I have him. Krog has him at it's 19 true. overall. Fantasy Pro Fantasy Pros has him at 18. I have him as a flex wide receiver at wide receiver 26 overall. High end flex. Um I just, I know, I just know he's not going to be reliable. I just know a third to half of his games somewhere in there are going to be single-digit points. Like, I, I, I don't... Sounds, sounds like last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think that there's weeks where he could pop off for 20 to 30. But I just don't think that people are going to be able to predict them because the Bears, while getting a lot better, are not there yet. And Justin Fields, I mean, he's going to have a thousand. He's going to have a thousand rushing yards. And if he has a if he has a thousand rushing yards, I don't know how much passing yards he's going to have, or how many times he's even really going to throw the ball. So DJ Moore finishes wide receiver 22 last year. Uh, if you can name who was throwing him the ball, uh, congratulations, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker. Uh, I don't know who else. Bad, bad, bad cam. Was he there for a while? I don't even remember, but they were awful and he still produced as a wide receiver too. Fantasy Pros has him at 18. He's currently going pick 52, so he's also going just in front of Drake London. I prefer more over London personally. DJ Moore had the 21st most targets last year with 118, catches 37th. <laughs> he had 118 targets and only 63 catches last year. That Ouch. is so bad. That's so bad. Ouch. 26th in yards with 888, uh, 12th in touchdowns with 7. Bears threw the least amount of times in football last year. They barely got over 20 passes a game at 22 passes per game. He moves from the fourth lowest passing offense to the absolute lowest passing offense. 
at least last year. It should be noted. So wide receiver 22 last year. I don't want to bore you guys, but here were some of the weeks that DJ Moore put out there. 2, 2.2, 3.4, 4.9, 3.9, 0.6, and 1.5. Nope. Hard to win with that. He might win you a couple weeks, but he's not going to be consistent. And so that that like floor on a week-to-week basis isn't really there, which is why he's as low as he is. Yep. I would much rather have our next wide receiver consensus wide receiver 24, Jerry Judy. I am really excited to see what Jerry Judy can do in 2023 finished last year as kind of a middle to low end wide receiver two at uh, wide receiver 21 overall uh, finished with just a shave under a thousand yards, six touchdowns did just hit that uh, 100 target threshold. Um, however, Jerry Judy had an exceptional finish to the season last year from weeks 13 on 10 and a half points, 33 points, 15 points, 18 points, 11 points, 24 points. He was the absolute bright spot down the stretch. Um, I mean, he uh, recorded at least five catches in each of his final five games. In four of those games, had at least 70 receiving yards, and he scored three touchdowns in an eight-catch performance against uh, the Chiefs like career high 150 plus yards in week 18 in the season finale coach Sean Payton is saying that he will certainly be a big part of what we do this year to me I think he's the safest bet to lead the Broncos in targets this season I know that the Broncos are going to throw the ball more than the Bears the Broncos are going to throw the ball more than the Atlanta Falcons Jerry Judy is a value because he is currently being drafted behind both DJ Moore and Drake London at in the late fifties. So, I mean, you can get him at the end of the fifth round, fifth, sixth round. I will have him in every single league at that value. He is like, that is, that's like flex worthy and, like flex range in terms of drafting, like you're drafting like your wide receiver three potentially at that point. And damn, would he make a great flex fill in? So let alone a wide receiver two, I'm super pumped to see what Judy does in 2023. Yeah, I think we probably might have a smidge low. I wouldn't be surprised if we bump him up at least a little bit to get him into the low 20s um, just because of a potential safety here. It, it feels like Jerry Judy hasn't been around very long, but this is his fourth year in the league. <laughs> like, it, he came in and kind of, like, he still hasn't gone over a 1,000 yards receiving yet. We've kind of been waiting for it. We thought it would be last year with Russ, and it just wasn't. And I, I do think Sean Payton, like, makes that offense go. If you can tell me he's going to be more of a Michael Thomas-esque player the way that Thomas was five years ago then I love it, and I think that fits Judy's skill set more than it does Sutton's. So, yeah, like, the upside is here. I get it. Yeah. I, there's really not nothing else to say other than my mom's name is Judy. So, Oh, well, I can't wait to draft him and, and yell for Mrs. Krogh every single game. <laughs> 
Wonderful. To change the topic of that conversation. You don't um, want to move have, on from your mother? We have two teams, <laughs> our teams with two wide receivers uh, in our top 24. Jason, can you name them? Oh, I'm sorry. What was it? Two teams with two wide receivers in the top 24. Can I name them? Yeah, we have, we have three teams with two in the top 24. Three teams with two receivers in the top 24. Uh, all right. Off the top of the dome, uh, it's going to be the Bengals. That's one. It is going to be the Eagles. That's two. Bengals, Eagles. And it is going to be the Dolphins. That is correct. So how many teams finished with two in the top 24 last year? Two. More. Four. That is correct. Can you name them? Why you got to do me like that? Eagles. That's one. Uh, Brown finished at five. Smith finished at nine. Dolphin. Hill was two and Waddle was seven. I thought that's that's a layup. Uh, Eagles, Dolphins. I mean, Cincy. Correct. Chase with 12, Higgins at 17. And one more that we did not have either of their wide receivers in the top 24. We didn't have not a single one. Oh. Oh, I know who it is. And it's because they're going to be bad this season and And that is the tampa bay buccaneers that is correct so mike evans is currently not going in the top 24 fantasy pros has him at 29 he's going to pick 73 for a future hall of famer who's never had less than a thousand yards and uh godwin finished his wide receiver 20 last year uh can you name the teams that we do not have anybody in the top 24 besides the bucks this is considerably harder uh, than running backs was. Uh, so let me know if you'd like any hints. So some notable teams in here that um, definitely have the potential for top 24 guys. Um, yeah. Uh, Arizona. Yeah, they're one between Rondale Moore and Marquise Brown, uh, where they both had close to, I think they both had over 25% of the target share after Hopkins wasn't playing last year or in games that Hopkins didn't play. Um, So that is one. Yeah, if if you go RB heavy, I actually don't mind Marquise Brown as a target. Um, I I think that he's going to be at least a wide receiver too when Kyler comes back. But that's why Marquise Brown is not ranked in our top 24 because we don't know how long Kyler's going to be out for. Yep. Um, who else? Pittsburgh. That is correct. And even with like Deontay being a target hog still and like they have people on that team that that they can throw to Pickens kind of emerge at least a little bit. He's going to pick 79. Um, Deontay Johnson's going one pick before him at 78. Um, year, year two there in that offense. Uh, yeah, maybe. Like, okay, potential. Yeah, Deontay Johnson had too many targets to finish where he finished in fantasy points last year. Not even getting into the end zone is wild. So I'm going to look for that to correct itself and regress back to the mean. Um, Kansas City. Yep, that's another team, right? That's that's a surprising one, right? I mean, they didn't. 
Maybe. I, think, I mean, we we forced Juju. Well, I forced Juju up there last year, and he was a bust. Uh, uh, he was fine when he played, but overall a bust for for where we had him. I mean, Kadarius Tony, right? That's your guy, Sky Moore. Yeah, I I actually think Sky Moore is probably the guy that you want there. Tony, to me. I mean, he was he's already been kicked off of a team as like a second or third year guy. Like you're just too divisive and he's kind of gadgety. So I I'm liking Sky Moore to pop a little bit in year two. I just couldn't get him up over some of these others other guys. Agree. Um New England? New England. Yeah, they have Juju. Gross. Um I, I think <laughs> that they'll be better this season. Um, you know, not having Matt Patricia call the offense. Jesus, yeah, was it, it hard to, to watch? Was yeah. that hard to watch last year? Um, who else? Yeah, it, by, by the way, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, do not draft Devontae Parker. He's bad at football. Like, just terrible. Yeah. I think I think I saw a stat that in the last three years, he was the wide receiver that had the least amount of separation on routes run every single one of those years. <laughs> Wow. Carolina. Carolina. That is correct. Nobody. Do you, are you rookie, running out for Adam quarterback? Thielen? Yeah, no thanks. It's just a little late round Jonathan Mingo. Mingo. Um, yeah, that, no. But a g- game script might help them. Yeah. Who knows? They also have a good defense. So I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Um, and I just don't think they're going to be throwing. Hardly at all. Are you surprised Christian and Watson didn't end up in the top 24 Green Bay? I think he could easily end up being a wide receiver too, right? If Jordan Love yeah. is just passable. Um, I think he's clearly the most talented uh, offensive player on that offense outside of Aaron Jones. So, yeah, I I think he has the upside to to get up there for sure. Uh, where is he currently going? He is going at uh, pick 56. Fantasy Pros has him at 22. Uh, he did not crack our top 24, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he's going to be one of the higher-end flex receivers that we're going to have ranked. So yep. he'll, he'll be there. Um, Houston. That's correct. I mean, do you want to talk about our, our sleeper of the year? He's one of them anyway, Nico Collins. Uh, I think Alex and I are both excited to be uh, or excited to see what Nico Collins can do in 2023. Um, it, the 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 word out of camp is exceptionally favorable. Evidently, he's appeared to be CJ Stroud's favorite target during OTAs and minicamp. Um, Brandon Cooks is now in Dallas. Collins has a chance to claim that number one wide receiver role in Houston. I mean, all he has to, to compete with is Robert Woods, who is just not even competition at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who, how old he is, but uh, yeah, Collins finished a year. Uh, he ended up getting hurt the last uh, four or five games, but had targets of 10, 7, 9, and 10 uh, before getting dinged up. And that was with DJ Moore playing, or sorry, not DJ Moore, with uh, with Cooks playing. 
so I, I think with no cooks, I, I think we're, we both really like the Collins value and I think he's going to like the 10th, uh, currently. Um, so he, he has, he definitely has some, some good flex appeal, uh, for, uh, for Collins. Yeah. Right, the other th- sleeper on the same team is actually John Mechie. Who's coming back Did not play last season at mm-hmm. all because he was dealing with cancer. Um, but was drafted 44th overall in the second round. So he's another high skill guy uh, out of Bama. Um, could could pop a little bit. All right. Three teams left that we did not have in the top 24. I was wondering how many more there still are to go. Three teams You're left. Doing well. um, One's in that same division, if that helps. Michael Pittman did not make yeah. it. Yeah. That's correct. The Colts. How the mighty also, have fallen. Also rookie quarterback, which just you don't really want to deal with it. The up and down ride of Michael Pittman Jr. Finishes wide receiver 23 last year. Fantasy pros is him at 31. Uh, he's currently going a pick 64. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't know if Richardson can get him the ball. When I'm Richardson not does get him the ball. Yeah. Will he catch it? Yeah. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes. You're doing great. I I like Odell. I know you don't. Um, and nobody else has really done anything in that offense. It Lamar's back. They're going to be throwing it. I mean, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, Devin Duvernay. Treadwell's still there. They just kind of throw it around. And Andrews is clearly the number one uh, receiver in that offense. But I I do like the potential of Odell. Um, And you can get him for dirt cheap. So worth a flyer for now at least. One one team left. Can Can you you, name them? Can you tell me the division? I can. It's the NFC East. That would be... The New York football giants. Yeah. So who do you love here? Paris Campbell, Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, Sterling Shepard, who probably will get hurt at some point. Wandale Robinson, Seamus and Crowder. They have a guy with the last name Pimpleton. That's pretty great. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> I I hate to pop it. But uh, I, I don't think that there's much uh, much upside uh, at the at the wide receiver position. But I again, I think Daniel Jones between rushing yards and uh, getting the ball out to his brand new toy at tight end um, that that he can be fine and maybe a, a wide receiver to evolve and just kind of trust Dable. Yeah, um, they did draft Jalen Hyatt uh, in the third round and he was the Bolitnikoff winner for college football as the best receiver. Um, he ran a 4-4-40. He's no for he is known for his speed. Um, I mean, rookie he's not going to pop your one. So, I mean, you're really looking at Paris Campbell or Wandale. Campbell to me is probably the guy that's more likely to pop. He is actually taking reps at the running back position uh, as well, at least in 
um, off-season minicamp. So maybe, maybe a little late-round Paris Campbell stash. I don't know. Um, but that's actually kind of a good segue into newsy stuff. That's right. Good old newsy you. you're stuff. Prof- you're a professional. Good old newsy stuff. Staying on the same team, same place. Saquads, Saquon Barkley, the deadline to sign a contract came and went today with Saquon Barkley not getting a deal. And so uh, evidently they went down to the wire, uh, but were unable to get a deal done. He, Him tweeting, it is what it is today. So things will never be the same. So Jason, how far are you dropping Saquon down? Three to what? If he doesn't, if he hasn't reported, which it sounds like he's holding out and doesn't show up until the week of practice of the first week and you're drafting before the first week. If I am drafting and he has not reported and there and he has not even verbally said that he will report, you're not taking I, him. I will drop him far enough down that I will not draft him. Uh, you know, there's people that hold out every year and people think they're going to play. They're going to come back. I can stash him and they don't play like even Vincent Jackson held out for 15 weeks and came back for one week way back. And Vincent, uh, like I'm dating, like there's so many dudes held out since then. Like Levy NFL wide receiver. Vincent yeah. Lev, Lev Bell held out an entire season, did not play. Like I, I think Saquon is pissed off enough because he knows he's the, I mean, listen, he literally like, it is not often that you actually get to hear these dudes tell you how they feel. Saquon, did an interview watch the interview he tells you how pissed off he is and he literally calls himself the best player on that team literally like he is furious with the state of the running back position feels obligated to hold out to to send the message and you know do it for the guys coming behind him and all that good stuff it, it does not matter. It does not matter. The Giants have now been able to control his rights for the first seven years of his lifetime in the NFL. And they can just keep on tagging. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt Miller, who uh, is, I don't know, he does a lot of the draft stuff, right? been saying it for years one draft a running back two play the running back if he's good franchise the running back one time and then draft a running back and uh, on twitter derrick henry at this point just take the running back position out of the game then the ones that want it to be great and work hard give their all to an organization just seems like it doesn't matter i'm with every running back that's fighting to get what they deserve austin eckler this is the kind of trash that has artificially devalued one of the most important positions in the game. Everyone knows it's tough to win without a top running back, and yet they act like we're discardable widgets. I support any running back doing whatever it takes to get his bag. Uh, it should be noted that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, have not paid the running back position, uh, and the Eagles also were not willing to pay the running back position and just rotated whoever was hot and used uh, the players. 
And I, what I did know they Miles do? Sanders was they they played oh, in the oh, Super they were, Bowl. They were in the Super Bowl. So like I I get the running backs <clears throat> and they're like they they want you know their position to do great things and to get paid and yeah it, like but the truth is like they are replaceable and Sean McVay. Sean McVay said it best. Like he literally said after he got saddled with the Todd Gurley knee-itis, he literally came out and said, I will never pay another running back. It's it's really difficult to do from a cap position when you're paying your backfield between quarterback and running back $50 million uh, in, in a cap league. And then also like they could sign Kareem Hunt. They could sign yeah. Zeke. And I, I know that they're not going to give you Barkley value, but they'll be fine. <laughs> like, they'll, they'll be fine. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. If he doesn't report, I'm not drafting him. Um, period. End of story. Yeah. Saquon drafted uh, with the second overall pick in 2018, wins the Offensive Rookie of the Year, finishes the RB1 overall. This last season, plays 16 games, rushed for 1,300 yards and 11 scores. Cannot really get the bag. Nope. Uh, Jason, as we're wrapping up here, uh, you moved over by my parents' house uh, in the last six months or so. My parents' house got hit by a tornado uh, yeah. a, a couple days ago. Have you driven by? I have driven by. I drive by every single day to and from work. Um, Pretty crazy. Kind of. At least I, I actually did go and see the other neighborhoods that had like uh, maybe a little more direct hit. I am glad. Yeah. Did you go over by Scotty's house? I, I did. Yeah. I did. And uh, and also Del Webb, the next the next division over as well. Um yeah, some some really damaged homes. Uh, it was like twenty homes in total. Some displaced residents because people lost roofs, lost the, lost the sides of their homes. Um, really blessed that uh, you know there were no casualties, no major injuries of any kind. Uh, thank God for insurance to step in and help out people during these you know freak of nature events. Tree damage not covered, FYI. Uh, what? So you have to pay for the, yeah, you have to pay for that yourself unless it falls on your house. So wait, what, I guess what other kind of tree damage is there if it doesn't fall on your house? Well, so like the my parents, like giant oak trees that they have, they got destroyed and there's just stuff everywhere. And so my parents have to pay to cut those trees down. Oh. That's that's brutal. So that, like the trees actually like have to year like old oak trees. Yeah, so the trees actually have to be like on your house for the insurance to to cut them down. Oh. Which I thought was interesting, but at the same time it's not like you get like tr like tree insurance doesn't exist. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> interesting. I don't know. Maybe I thought that there'd be like cleanup insurance, whatever, you know, one. Hey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just super interesting. Yeah. Cr crazy stuff where the sun comes out. My parents are outside and then sprint to the basement when they can see the tornado coming. Um, and, and I know, Jeez. know it was like that for, for some of their neighbors as well. So, um, really thankful, um, to, to go give my parents hugs, uh, last week after, after that, it was, uh, it was, 
interesting. But my mom got on WGN News, so so she enjoyed that, uh, or my dad did at least. Um, wow. So, so yeah, just uh, an interesting weekend in Northern Illinois. Yeah, yeah. What five or six different tornadoes? Uh, we actually had a little one dip into our neighborhood, took out my neighbor's house, like three houses down from us, which I thought was just crazy. That I mean, wow. Yeah, the the sirens went off. We were like in the middle of making dinner. We're like, oh, okay, I guess we should go downstairs. And then uh, they turn off and we're like, okay, so it's over. Come back upstairs and there's just this little baby guy going right through maybe like 100 yards out my back door. And I just watch it go across and it just tags the house and blows out the side of the the home and the the garage doors are gone and everything else but just, yeah it tur- turns out when there's a war- uh, siren going off you should probably listen to it and not yes. just be like oh no i'll be okay yeah um, oh yeah i, I can just so, eat dinner i mean yeah, yeah maybe i'll let the dog out be fine uh <sighs> thank you guys for listening uh sticking with us this is a long one uh I, i'm not sure what we're talking about next actually we haven't decided maybe we'll do some mock mock draft stuff next week and start getting into uh some some targets where we're where we're targeting them uh not target targets uh but you know what i'm saying and uh then you know start diving into some sleepers a little bit here uh we got uh, a month and a half until until draft season football's back uh excited um and thanks thanks for sticking with us and uh, appreciate all of you for for listening and uh, if you haven't already you should go find us out on youtube uh it's the easiest way to consume uh some of our clips uh you can find us at the fantasy football sackos um and you can can see what our our faces look like which i don't know if you want to do that or not yeah what i can say about the next podcast is it will not be a tight end podcast and with that i say good night thank you all Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.